0: Welcome to Hot Chocolate Convos, where societal woes are tackled through the sip. We're raw, unfiltered, and totally candid. Now here are your hosts, Kimberly Shalisa and Yannick. welcome back to another episode of Hot Chocolate Combo.
1: Hello, everybody! Hi Hello! Hello! Oh my gosh, this this season is going by fast, y'all. Have y'all like? Oh my gosh! Did we just start? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!
2: But it's been so amazing,
1: though. It It has been
2: so amazing.
1: I love it. So, man. These speakers have been amazing. Yes. These guests are just phenomenal getting my life all the way. Forward. Girl,
2: I actually sent y'all in the inbox um Jada D's um IGTV. I saw one game. When I said her yes. game, she shouted us out in such a classy way and incorporated it into
1: her Everything. Yes.
2: IGTV, yes. I was like
1: Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Let me tell you about uh, from our first guest with this sex tips. (laughs) (laughs) I keep like messaging our girl, so you know she we're not gonna talk about the tips, but um Hmm. to get me all the way together. Y'all better be
2: together. If y'all don't follow each one of them on Instagram, y'all
1: missing out. So So let's let's get into Week, week 3 yeah, y'all. Week, week three. Week three. Mm.
0: So this episode is entitled Tackling Melanin Skin Care. Guys, let's be real. We all need, like, to pay more attention to our skin, especially our face. Man, and,
1: yes, we do.
0: We really take that, that junk for <gasps> granted. We do.
1: Yes, we do. So what have you guys been up to? Uh
0: working 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 work
2: work
0: work 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 no that's it. so crazy i came home today and i was like oh my gosh i pray for the day when i don't have to be so busy where i could just come home at a decent time relax not get home at eight nine
1: o'clock i just want to not be so busy i like to be tired. i like to busy I've been on all this self-love. You know what I come home and do? Is I say, fuck the laundry. Sorry to be cussing. I say, fuck all everything that's going on. And I go to sleep. So I'm all focused on this so self-love. what time do you get home? At like, least I'm right now.
3: Like I, just my <laughs> like, I just need to clear my
1: mind. <laughs> like, I just need to clear my mind for a little bit. Because i just been going out, going and going and going. And I just have been about my damn self. Like, what time do I get yeah. home? Yeah. Oh, I actually work at 2.45, so I make sure I'm at the door at 2.45 to walk out when the bell rings, and it takes me about 22 minutes to get home, and I drop my shit, I take off all my clothes, and go wrap up in my bed, oh, like, God. that's what I've been doing for the last week, Girl, and it's been working, life. it's been working, and I realize that I don't always have to be everywhere all the time, like, literally, it kind of like, my friends have to be like, oh, you want to go get a drink? um, yes, like, you know, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, that's what I've been up to y'all, being a damn bum, but it's, like, just no, from yeah, it's it's so a word that's literally a word, like, you don't
2: have to do everything,
1: yeah. I actually got back for my clothes this morning, and I was like, uh I need to do the laundry,
3: but I did the laundry,
1: I don't know how they gonna get folded up, but, you know, that's I did the laundry, <laughs> that's where I am right now, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've got the laundry. I mean, I've t- taken them out of the basket
1: and the bag, but they're yeah. just. I'm like, oh, nobody's ever here, so the, it's clean. Okay. What, what are you guys, guys been up to? What have you been up to, Kimmy? Other than work, work. Nothing, fun? I just told you.
0: I'm super busy. Well, yeah, like on the weekends and stuff. I mean, I get invited to happy hour. I go sometimes. I'm just like, how is the you going? I'm so tired. Like, I'm like, okay, I can do this once or twice a week. I can't do happy hour every day. Sorry. Okay.
1: All right. All right.
0: But I'm still in love with my beautiful Nuri. He's so, like, awesome. So I was telling you, Lisa, I'll tell you. So this one time, right, he did something really, like, bad. So then I held him up, and I looked at him in the eye. I was like, why did you do that? He took one loud-ass gulp. He went, like, <laughs> what? Oh, wow. it was hilarious!
2: Awesome.
1: awesome.
0: All right. Oh yeah. And also, I started training.
2: So. She goes to the gym with her dainty
1: little bag. Oh my god! Just <laughs> <She's laughs> tell my business, why don't you? she's like, really. Like, oh look at Kim I'm going to the gym. Oh, to the gym. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where you going? <laughs> to the
1: gym. Yeah. I'm going to the gym. I'll be back. I'm really trying to get my... You all are so cute. I don't know how y'all work in the middle of the day. Like, work, work out in the middle of the day.
2: Oh, bro. You know not me. No. Yeah. I eat. On my <laughs> I eat and I work. Eat, work, or watch something on my phone.
0: Because I refuse to work after work. Like, after work, I really just don't even want to, like, <laughs> deal. <laughs> Have, Have you not ever not tried much. early in the morning? That's so what I'm, I'm saying. saying that's, that's the best time. It has. Yeah. And it really kicked my
2: mind. Oh, okay. I, so after you do it,
1: like, yeah. after you start working out for like two weeks, when your body gets used to it, try the morning because that's when it really, like, it literally like, kickstarts your whole day. Yeah. Like, like okay. you're like, oh my god, I'm a high, but you're gonna yes. crash at night.
2: Like, you're gonna yes. crash at night. Like, yes.
1: crash at night. It it is a, it's
2: perfect. the best type of sleep ever.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll
2: try. Yeah.
1: Try it.
0: Okay. That's all fine. right, guys. So let's get into the knit and grit of things. Let's get right into the episode, to the interview. We're going to give you some tips about skincare and what you can do. And we just hope you can really take the advice and run with it. Let's go. Okay, thanks, guys, for joining us again for our episode, Tackling Melanin Skincare. And we have Ms. Mariella Purvis, physician assistant who specializes in dermatology, here with us. Welcome, Ms. Purvis.
3: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, for sure. And thank you so much for, join, for joining us on this episode. So, guys, Ms. Mariella Purvis has practiced dermatology in the Washington, D.C. metro area for over 15 years. She received her undergraduate degree in biology at the University of Richmond, and she went on to do her master's in medical sciences as a physician assistant at Emory University in Atlanta. Mariella works with Dr. Finzi and associates in the evaluation and management of medical, surgical, and cosmetic dermatologic patients, which includes diagnosis and treatment of acne, eczema, psoriasis, rashes, moles, and the whole nine. Ms. Purvis also does um, cryosurgery, excisions, laser hair removal, vein therapy, and laser treatment of sun damage. So without further ado, we're just going to go and dive right in. So Ms. Purvis, do you want to just sort of explain to us just a little again what exactly you do and, you know, how did you even get into the field of health care and specializing in dermatology? How did that come about?
3: Um, well, the short answer with regards to how I got into medical care um, is my sister was born with um, a birth defect called cleft lip and cleft palate um, so the majority of my childhood um, she's two years older than I am were spent going to doctors' offices okay. having her um, having seen her go undergo many surgeries through her lifetime um, very sympathetic obviously to her, her disability um, she is fully functioning wouldn't even know she had any kind of you know abnormality when she was born and um, you know, very successful in life now, but she had a, it was a rough time for her when mm-hmm. she was younger. So I think from a very early age, I was kind of fascinated by the idea of being able to help people. Um, so that kind of started my pursuit. Um, mm-hmm. Went into um, PA school with the thought that I would want to do pediatrics. Okay. Um, Love children, thought this would be my passion. Um, hated torturing children to have their exams <laughs> um, <laughs> that was really hard um, you know they're lovely when they're well and they're sad it's very sad when they're when they're sick and i quickly realized that they were sick when they came to see the doctor mm-hmm. um, so i went into actually primary care um, my first two years at a pa school um general medicine it was a family practice i loved it, um, but knew that I wanted to do something more with regards to surgery. And towards the end of my training, once I had signed on for my family practice, um, my first family practice, first job, um, I had done a dermatology rotation. And this particular dermatology rotation was um, with a physician who did most surgery. I love the practical part of it. I love surgery. To this day, I I love it, I enjoy doing it, I love doing the procedures. Um, So dermatology was a beautiful blend of being able to practice medicine and actually doing surgical, mind surgical procedures as well without having to get up at 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, very important. (laughs) And and I also knew myself, and I knew that I would not do well with that early morning routine on a consistent basis. So it was a beautiful blend.
0: Oh, awesome. Wow. Such an inspiring story. Yes. I mean, when it comes to dermatology, I don't feel like people understand the importance of it because we always talk about, oh, going yeah. into primary care and maybe the gynecologist or something. So how often would you say, you know, you would recommend that someone actually
3: see a dermatologist? The recommendation is once a year for a full body skin exam to look everywhere. And... um I think this is, in particularly poignant with what we're doing today, is patients of color take that for granted um, mm-hmm. because the primary reason we ask people to come in once a year is to have a screening evaluation for skin cancer, um, and there is this, you know, misconception that the there is a lower rate. Sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> Oreo, you're so bad. Sorry. Um, it's okay. Uh, there is definitely a lower rate of skin cancer amongst people of color, but um, it happens. And when it does happen, it tends to be more aggressive. Um, the primary reason is because it's diagnosed later in, the, in stages, you know, with regards to when it's diagnosed. It's been sitting around for longer, mm-hmm. so it's harder to treat. Oh, wow. So once a year is the recommendations, the short answer.
0: Oh, wow. And it's so crazy Which... that you... Sorry.
3: No, I was
2: going to say, which I'm sure a lot of people didn't know, because I did not know that as well. So that is a good, that's a good note.
0: Oh yeah. Miss Purvis is like amazing. She has been helping me get my life together with my face. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. So she's, she's really amazing. Even in like with us blacks, cause I've been to several dermatologists and they were, mm-hmm. before I met her, it just, it didn't go anywhere. And Ms. Purvis, you mentioned um, the whole skin cancer thing, which is something I know I myself take for granted. The whole, you know, needing sunscreen and how important it is and so forth. So um, can you explain just the importance of Black
3: minorities wearing sunscreen? I feel like we do take that for granted a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's understandable. Um, It's a valid point. The reason being is because any patients of color, myself included, we have SPF 30 kind of built in. Um, so we think, okay, well, we're, we're a lower risk, and, which is true, um, but the bigger concern is avoiding pigmentary dysregulation. And lots of people will have acne or um, eczema or other inflammatory skin conditions. And as they're healing, they will heal darker and they will heal darker more often if you would not protect yourself Mm -hmm. with sunscreen. So the sunscreen use every day is really important. UVA is a long enough wavelength that it comes through our windows, it comes through our home windows, our office windows, our car windows, and it has a a very big impact. Um, UVB is a shorter wavelength, so you can be indoors and not get burned. So UVA is the wavelength that causes the brown or the tanning um, and it's the number one, you know, reason people get more significant scars or post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation is what we call it. So when you have an acne lesion, as it's clearing up and it's healing, if it gets some UVA on there, then you're more likely to be left with a brown spot, which, you know, people don't like. And, you know, they try to, we, well, every day I work on trying to help patients get rid of their post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Oh, they wow. no longer have acne, but all of a sudden, now they do have all these brown spots left over. Oh, wow. Mm.
0: Wow, so what's the minimum SPF
3: recommendation you would sort of... This is across the board, um, patients of color and patient Caucasian patients, it's SPF 30. There has been no, okay. there's no evidence to show that if you go above 30, you're getting more protection. Um, because then the reality is the reason why sunscreen doesn't work is because we don't apply it often enough uh, and um, we don't apply enough quantity. So how often and how much we are applying. Uh, And FDA has actually asked for changes in labeling. Lots of bottles will say eight hours of protection. Yeah, That's just not true. You, You on average have two hours of protection.
0: Two FBS. hours? Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! Mm-hmm.
3: Wow! Serious, really important. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you. Wow.
0: So what about before even going outside? Is there a minimum amount of time that you have to apply your sunscreen?
3: So there are two major forms of sunscreen: there are physical blockers and chemical blockers. The physical blockers are titanium dioxide and zinc oxide. Those are the white, thicker mm. sunscreens that. You know, are hard to apply, they're hard to apply, they're hard to take off. Um, there are some microparticle zinc oxide and titanium dioxide now that are a little bit easier and they look a little bit better uh-huh. once you apply them. Um, but those you put on, you can go right outside because it's a physical blocker. It's physically having the rays bounce off your skin so that they don't penetrate. Um, the chemical blockers are easier to use because they Blend right into your skin and no one knows that you put sunscreen on and they're not as thick and tacky. Yeah, um, Those need at least 15 to 20 minutes before you go out um, to really have their effects. So I typically recommend do it all at once. After you wash your face, put your moisturizer on with your sunscreen built in. Um, make it as easy for you as possible. I also recommend picking something that you like that feels good, you know, that doesn't feel... Thick or hard, or you know, or smells funny Um, because you're more consistent with something that you like to use.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people even have the perception that I guess the thicker the sunscreen, the better to put
2: on your face. That's
0: probably not even the case at all.
2: No, (laughs) No. I I never really even understood that because to me, most of it looks like an extra layer of skin. That's how thick it is. Exactly.
3: And you don't and have that, to use thick. To yeah, death. and that yeah. and
2: that to me, it turned me off to it, and then the smell on top of that is just like, you know, I don't even want this, like, don't even worry about it. Right. And and then people don't even realize, okay, well, I can get something else that I actually do like. Not many people know that.
3: Correct. Yes.
2: Which I, I think is really great, that there are other things, other mm-hmm. options yeah. besides that. For sure.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So, Ms. Purvis, when it comes to actually just washing your face, I guess we can move on to the facial, well, this is facial care. Just washing your face, like, is there a proper way for someone to wash their face? Because when I wash my face, it's just like five seconds done just to feel better about myself that I wash my face. But is there like a certain amount
3: of times per day? Do you have to spend a minute, circular motion? Um, No, there's not a certain amount of time. The recommendation is twice a day in the morning and in the evening Um, with regards to scrubbing or what to use using your hands versus a washcloth versus um, some of these Clarisonic um, type scrubbers. um, There's nothing, there's no evidence to show that scrubbing off extra skin cells um, makes a significant difference. Um, What I do recommend is not using washcloths on a regular or using the same washcloth day after day. You can use one washcloth and then launder it. Um, The same goes for those Clarisonics or those scrub brushes. It's not harmful for you to use them. A lot of people love the way it makes them feel. The really important piece is making sure that whether it's a washcloth or a brush or um, whatever, something something that could be reusable should be cleaned and thoroughly dried every day uh, because they will harbor bacteria (laughs) and fungus. And so you would hate to wash your face and then reintroduce some bacteria. Yeah, the nobody day. wants that. <laughs> Agreed. We don't want that at no, all. No, And my husband uses a loofah. He loves he loves the way the loofah <laughs> feels. And I, I regularly have to toss it because he will not um, dry it completely. And that's where fungus really grows. And, um, you know, he's going to end up with an accidental yeast infection on his skin. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So oh. would you
0: say the safest bet is just, maybe just use your hands and call it a day? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just use your hands.
2: I learned that a while ago. Mm-hmm. I have very sensitive skin, so I totally yeah, get that. So, so how often should one exfoliate their
3: face? It, it's not necessary. It feels okay. good. I think it, um, I think it feels good, and it certainly gives a brighter appearance to your skin. It's not an absolute necessary. Uh, so... There's no, there's no short, there's no answer to that one. As much as it makes you feel good, but don't mm-hmm. do yourself any harm. By yeah.
2: For me, the exfoliation, it's like, it's kind of for me, since I am sensitive, it, it's a, like it's scrubbing really, it's too much for my skin,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but it does feel good afterwards. So, but it's just, uh, I do not it's too much scrubbing. Correct. Yes. <laughs> so what's the best way um, to control oil on your face? Uh, for all of us. Cause I know I am one with oily skin. I don't care if I'm sitting somewhere, laying somewhere, I'm going to have oil all yes. over my face.
3: Yes. <laughs> that is a tough one to answer. The reason being is because everybody oil production is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, certain parts of their face will have more oil than, than other parts. Um, there are some nice over the counter, um, pads that you can use to control, um, picking up the oil in certain areas of your face. And that does help. The hard part is, is that patients do want to use a lot of, um, thalicylic acid or glycolics or benzoyl peroxide products, which will help on a short term, but your body, if you over dry your skin, your skin's going to say, wait a minute, I'm missing some oil here. I'm going to make more. And so it's kind of a, um, you know, the more you scratch, the more it itches. So the more you remove the oil, the more your body's going to say, I need to make more oil. So it's, a, it is a delicate balance. Yeah, I don't so, have so a that, straight answer for that one.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, so could that be the the cause of a lot of oily skin? Yes.
3: Oh, yeah, wow. It's because that your totally oil glands are like, turning on and yeah. they're, they're in overproduction because they, they realize all of a sudden, and wait a minute, all that good stuff I was making, someone took it away.
2: <laughs> right. Oh, Wow. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's protective. You're protect. It, the The oil glands are there to protect your skin and keep the mm-hmm. skin cells bonded together.
2: Mm. True. Oh wow, that's a good tip, everybody. Write that. <laughs>
0: yes, down. please write that down. I different. know, I do. I need. Yes, to write
3: that's
0: that down. a
2: reminder because you know. People will use, you know, witch hazel, peroxide, mm-hmm. alcohol, all of those, and forget to moisturize and put something on after that, but they're just taking everything out, and you don't even think about that. You're just thinking, oh, well, it's not oily anymore.
3: I'm fine.
2: Correct. Oh, wow. Go. The next day, you're back oily again.
3: Yes. <laughs> oily, and then possibly worse off than where you started. Yeah. You that. mm, I know. That's tough <laughs> yes, for
2: sure so what are some natural skincare tips that you can give um like I know someone asked me earlier um about eczema like home remedies for natural skincare for eczema and stuff like
3: that um an oldie but goodie is Crisco oil <laughs>
2: oh, wow
0: really
3: are yeah. you serious it, it, Crisco is used very often treating eczema when patients just you know for anyone who's i'm I'm guessing that most of the people who are listening have access to really wonderful moisturizers but Mm -hmm. for those who don't have access um it is it was something that really worked um so any kind of oil to help moisturize the skin um will help with eczema um my other favorite thing it's i guess it's not considered natural but bleach baths and that sounds like that sounds absolutely crazy. And it's so hard to get my patients to uh, embrace this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, wait. <"What?" laughs> um, so people with eczema have an excess amount of bacteria on their skin. Their st- the amount of staph and strap on their skin is, one, more than ever, the average individual. And also it's different. The DNA of the bacteria is different. So there's more of it and it's different. And when there's more bacteria, you're more likely to break out with eczema. So, helping um, minimize the amount of bacterial growth makes a big difference. So, I will recommend a um, quarter cup of Clorox bleach in a full bathtub of water, um, warm water, and sit in it for 10 minutes, three times a week, and it really does miracles for eczema. For chronic oh my god oh my god my grandma used to take
2: baths with a with the top of bleach and i would think that she was crazy <laughs> for doing this i thought that and they did it in the south and i always thought that's ridiculous you yeah. don't you don't need to be that clean <laughs> right i would always think that and now oh my gosh everything makes sense. now <laughs>
3: yes yeah.
0: there yeah. are a few wow. people i'm gonna tell this to because i too know a lot of people with eczema hmm
3: Oh, wow. Start, started at NIH um, right down the road from here. And um, they have all of their severe eczema cases on protocol. You use bleach bath um, because it really does turn the corner for a lot of patients. Wow. Oh, wow.
2: I can't wait till my mom listens to this episode. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the other thing is turn down the water temperature. People with eczema, Um, they love taking hot, hot showers and it's really bad for, for, for everybody's skin, but in in particular for patients with eczema.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I know how people like to take really, especially, so I hear women like to take really hot
3: showers. So that's a big one.
2: Yes. Your muscles
3: feel great, but your skin pays the price. Yeah.
2: Dang it. It's like, which one do you want? (laughs) Right. (laughs) For sure.
3: So this one is a big one for me
2: because I always get this question because I have them. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's purpose. How, what are keloids and how do you get them?
3: Yes. Keloids are scars. They are thickened scars that tend to run in families, but don't necessarily have to run in families. Um, so if you know your parents have keloids, it doesn't mean that you will have keloids. Um, Typically, keloids will develop in areas that have been traumatized in some way, shape, or form. The more common areas where people get keloids are their ears, their chest, um, areas that are under what we call high degree of tension. Um, And they're tough to treat. They really, really are. Um, The number one or first or what we call gold standard treatment is injections with cortisones to see if we can flatten them out. Um, and also help yeah. with the color, which that, that really hurts by the way, it hurts, it hurts like the Dickens <laughs> so really
2: bad. Yeah. It hurts so bad. I've got it yes. done twice and that's the, the the worst pain I've ever felt. It that's is. one of the reasons someone's like, well, wait till you have kids. And I'm like, well, I don't
3: even want to have kids if they <laughs> felt worse than this. <laughs> right. Well, when you have kids, you have a, get a prize at the end, you know, See, you don't you get anything, get but no you know, right. <laughs> they're gone and that's it. Right. Um, but I will tell you that, and I tell my patients this as well, um, once you've had the first few injections, the fu- subsequent ones are less painful. They do- it does get less painful because if you think about the mechanics behind it, we're injecting medicine into an area where the skin cells are really tight. Mm-hmm. And so pressure is the reason why you feel so much pain. Um, and once that, um, that scar has thinned out, it doesn't burn or hurt as much as those Mm -hmm. first few injections. Um, We also excise keloids um, and that is effective, especially if the keloid is very, very large. Uh, Once we excise them, we do have our patients go and get radiation for their keloids. Um, And radiation works because radiation stops the growth of rapidly developing, rapidly turning over cells. and that's what's happening when you have a keloid form. Your cells are in overdrive in response to the trauma because your skin's really smart. Your skin's saying, you know what? Something happened here. I'm gonna make it thicker and stronger so that nothing else can happen here again. Yeah. protect myself from any future trauma. Um, so it's a, you know, it's a survival mechanism. Um, so if we have patients, if they have an excision, we immediately schedule them for radiation therapy right afterwards to the keloid um, to help prevent the recurrence of the keloid. And it is covered by insurance in, in a lot of scenarios. So if, yeah. you, are, if you are insured you know, and, and you have the time, that's the hardest thing is you can have the keloid removed, but you have to go the very next day to have radiation. And then um, I believe it is once a week following for a number of weeks, for four to six weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, I think the, the
2: studies and everything that, that around keloids have grown so much because I literally noticed them when they started growing at 18. But since then, I've found so many ways to control them, or you know, to at least get them where I want them to be. Because when I first started, it was, oh, well, you know, they're hereditary, you're just going to have to deal with it. And growing up, I saw my grandma, her she had a keloid in her chest that was the size of a fist. Right. That's really so that, painful. It, it, yeah. You know, and to think about that, and I have my same keloids in the same exact spot. Mm-hmm. So my determination was, okay, I don't want this, that size on my chest. So I have to do something about it. So it's a relief to know that there's more than one way, you know, that's going to actually be very helpful and very a, a positive outcome, which I think is great. Yes. That's so options, awesome. Our
3: options, thankfully.
2: That's it's so, so awesome. crazy.
0: Radiation for keloids. When I think of radiation, I just automatically think of cancer. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Who would have thought?
2: It works. Yeah. And I will say the shots do work. It is painful, but they do go down. They soften. They lighten up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just there. It's better than it was because, you know, before they're really dark and they're really hard. So I thought that the shots, they would
3: do work. They're just painful. They are. <laughs> I wouldn't wish it on anybody. <laughs> no, it's a bad thing to have happen. It really yes, is. It but is. I will tell you this one of the tidbit of information, um, which I also share with all my patients. When keloids are growing, they are itchy. And so I always tell my patients, as soon as you start feeling that itchy sensation, come in, come in mm-hmm. to see me, because that's when you want to start treatment. If you, the longer you wait, the harder it is to treat them. So as soon as you fart, feel a little itchy sensation, you know, I, I've successfully gotten keloids completely flat. Um, and then I'll have patients come back to me years later saying, it got itchy. All right, great. You came in before it became a bigger problem and it's easier. It ends up being easier to treat in the end. Oh,
2: yeah. I wow. think that's good. Yeah. And I didn't know that either. I would were literally constantly like itchy, itchy, itchy. And now, like I really want people to take that into consideration and really listen to what we're saying. Yes, and get that checked out now, so that mm. you're not down the line like I, like I was, in so much pain and hated the whole process. <laughs>
3: right, for sure. Oh,
2: so what are some tips for uneven skin tones that you can
3: give? There are a lot of um, options now for uneven skin tone, um, including chemical peels. There are some nice um, vitamin C-based serums that you can use. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I like the use of retinoids. Um, Retinoids are products in the retin-A family. It's also known as tretinoin. There are two other main retinoids. One is called Differin or Adapalene, and the other one is called Terazitine or tazarac. Um, Different is now available over the counter, so it's accessible to everybody, which is really nice. Um, used properly. Oh. Yeah, used properly, it really works. But Adapalene or Different, which is now, like I mentioned, available over the counter, um, has been testing the patients of color specifically to not only address their acne, but also to help treat the uneven color and um, improve the um, hyperpigmentation. So. Between peels and some vitamin C serums, as well as um, over-the-counter um, I, that that's you know that's usually what I recommend. Um, more aggressively, we we do treat with hydroquinone, which is a bleaching agent. Um, mm-hmm. There are multiple bleaching agents available. There's a two percent hydroquinone, which is available at CVS or Walgreens, whatever you're over you know over-the-counter.
2: Mm-hmm. So, um, would that be like that? For the bleaching, would that be for only for like if it's dark spots, or how does that work for dark spots? Would you be able to use that or other things?
3: Um, yeah, so I, I sometimes, if, depending upon how how much pigmentary change there is, I will use both the hydroquinone over the counter or the prescription version in combination with glycolics or other chemical peels mm-hmm. um, or retinoids. Um, the over-the-counter hydroquinone, um, I know that Ambi, Esoterica, and Clinique all carry them. Um, you know, you can't you can't do much harm and you could probably do well using it um, twice a day, just the dark spots. I would not use it liberally, generally, everywhere, all over your face or in a particular area. Oh boy. Uh, anything but bleaching agents that we can use. Oh yeah, the um, dark spots. Mm-hmm. The, uh, vitamin c's do help um so the vitamin c serums um they are helpful with regards to helping even out skin tone and lighten up certain areas those are only my in my opinion the two best options the that you have options. that actually work you know okay that work that work <laughs>
0: Yeah. And guys, please pay attention. You can't just use a bleaching cream everywhere. Don't you know. Yeah. Don't do that. No.
2: Please don't
0: do (laughs) that. Oh my gosh. I'm from the islands so... Not
3: just in the islands.
2: No. Not everywhere, right? (laughs)
3: Yes. I have a very large immigrant population from not only um, Western Africa but also from Central and South America. Oh wow. Yeah. A a lot of patients will come in with... um, they're mixed up bleaching creams from home and oh, wow. they're very, they're much more powerful than anything I prescribe here. And oh my um, you know, could, there's a lot of harm that can be done. There's, um, there's, uh, there's a condition that can cause the, the grain of the skin that can happen with too much use of hydroquinone. And once that grain occurs, you can't get rid of it. It is a permanent change. No. So um, it's, yeah, it's scary stuff. Um, So do not recommend long-term consistent use of bleaching creams in any, in any way, shape or form, because that can happen. Wow.
2: That's crazy. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the last question for the episode. Um, How, how does your diet affect your
3: skin? Uh, There are so many uh, studies uh, supporting that um, diet um, can cause acne or flares in your eczema or psoriasis. Um, And then there's the study that follows it that says the opposite. Um, So there's still no clear evidence that A leads to B. Um, With that being said, um, I have through the years, you know, have noticed um, and patients will come in and tell me, you know, every time I eat a lot of sweets, a lot of sugars, or I eat a lot of pasta or greasy food, my acne breaks out. So my obvious answer is, yeah, yeah moderate that, you know, um, mm-hmm. as we should with everything in our lives, um, you know, yes, have some of the fun stuff, but also don't overdo it in any category. Um, and if you know there's a direct correlation in your body, then I tell my patients, yeah, avoid those things. Um, there are some patients who have been successfully able to cut out all gluten and sugar from their diet. Oh, wow. Um very hard to do that. (laughs) Very hard. (laughs) I know, I can't. Um, And they feel like it's made a huge difference in their skin. Um, I do have some patients who have rosacea um, and rosacea is a type of acne that um, does happen to patients of color. It happens more in in Caucasian patients, but um, that is very dependent on your diet. Uh, Spicy food, red wine, um hot beverages will all make acne rosacea flare yeah Wow. Um, so that one we, we do know for certain but generalized acne eczema psoriasis um there are certain things that will make patients flare but there's not one thing i can tell you if you cut this out you're gonna be mm-hmm. all your acne is gonna go away yeah
2: yeah so that that's pretty much like you have to pretty much pay attention to your body
3: yeah Correct. just how your yes. body reacts yeah, pay attention you. to what
2: your body is say- telling you, which I have to tell myself that all the time. Because if you're on the go, it's going to be really hard for you to pay attention to your body. So please, people, pay attention to
0: your body. Yeah. <laughs> I know for me, when I eat a lot of junk food, my face is just,
2: yeah, it goes haywire. Yeah. So I know that for sure. For me, it's soda. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that this has been... Such great information! It's yes, I'm so happy to share. And I thank you so much. We thank you, Hot Chocolate Combo. Thanks you for tuning in with us and being all the information and giving us all of the informative everything that you've given us. Thank you so much.
3: Yes. Can I give you one more thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, make sure you check your palms and your soles. Um, the rate of melanoma in these areas are. Um, are higher, aggressive melanoma is higher in these areas because we just don't check. Um, So in between your toes, um, palms of your hands, um, there's a form of melanoma called melanoma that just happens in these areas. It's very aggressive and people don't think about it. Um, That's how Bob Marley died. He had melanoma under his toenail. Oh, wow. Um, He thought it was a bruise. um, So what does it look like? It looked, like a, it looked like a dark spot under his nail, his toenail. Don't um, have to tell me <laughs> twice. Well, Everyone's checking their <laughs> hands right now. <laughs> right now. Looking at our toenails like, wait, wait. wait. Don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> check your toenails, check your hands, check your palms, check your soles. Yeah. Make sure if you have any um, dark, flat um, moles um, and it's new to you, um, or if it's getting bigger or has irregular borders, you should definitely see your dermatologist.
2: Wow, good stuff. Thank you. That was a that was yes. another good informative bit that we needed. Yes. We don't ever I feel like we can get that, that the, these things, but we no. can. Like we really can. Yes, we can. Yes. So everybody, I want you to check right now if you have not. Please check <laughs> like now. <laughs> and how can everybody, um, you know, reach you, or if they want to make an appointment, if they want to, you know, see if their insurance is insurance is covered in your office or practice how can they reach you or find out about that
3: um that's way to, to reach us is through their website i think you were gonna is that is that included in the brochure or the yeah folder? we're gonna also post mm-hmm. that
2: on yes. you guys can check it out on our page whenever we okay. post it um, as well we will put the link in our bio of this episode for you all to go ahead and check out as well yes Perfect. we sure will Thank, Thank you. you so
0: much, Ms. Purvis.
2: All right, guys,
0: let's, let's get into what's the
1: sip. What's the sip? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Don't hold nothing back. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to tell us what you're sipping on. What are y'all sipping on? What's the sip, Shalisa? What's the sip? Well... I actually have a personal
2: kind of letter, listener letter type of thing going on. Let's go
1: that back. That
2: we have, and I just want to weigh in on
1: it. All right. Let's hear it. Yeah. So we
2: have someone here. Um, someone. Okay. Somebody, she's been in a relationship with somebody for, they were in a relationship for over eight years, off and on. They are now out of a relationship, but they have now become roommates. Because she has given him somewhere to stay until he until he can afford to move into his own apartment. He's giving her a certain amount of money a month to pay rent. So he's there for the month if he pays for the month. The only thing is, she says that he is a dirty person. He doesn't clean out behind himself. When he leaves out to go to work, he just leaves the house the way it is. He doesn't put anything in the trash. He just goes like he, he has a made. So she said, fast forward to one night, she wants to know... Should she kick him out, or should she just be okay with it, or or continue to just nag him? One night, she cooked. She wanted him to clean the stove off and clean the kitchen. Sis says she went outside to smoke, because they hang out, they smoke, they eat together. They're still friends. Went outside, comes back inside, and she thinks, well, he went to the bathroom first, and then he came back to the kitchen before he went to clean the kitchen. She said that he washed the stove off and cleaned everything off with the sponge from the bathroom that she had already cleaned the toilet and told it in the
1: tub with. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. And she just wants to know, like, you know, what, what what should she do? Like, should she be cool with
1: it? Is it okay? Is she tripping? So the Caribbean way in me is gonna be like, hell no, nah, nigga. Like you're as hell. But, you know, as a person that attended college and was a RA and resident assistant, mm-hmm. the uh, no offense to Americans, but I blame his mama. I blame his mama for mm-hmm. not showing him that there is a difference between the sponge in mm-hmm. the toilet and the sponge in the kitchen. I'm so I used to go through bathrooms, guys, and apartments like that used to be hoarded. Girls used to leave their pads on the top of, count, like, count top like, it was okay, right? Dirty. Niggas dirty. that never, never, guys that never wash their, like, never wash their shower, like, it would be black. Like, black and nasty, okay? So, so, I'm not even gonna blame him, I'm gonna blame his mama.
0: No, I'm gonna That's say it. she shouldn't, like, give up on him. Honestly, I believe in, like, second chances. And I think she should definitely have a stern convo. And the next time, if she asks him to do something or whatever, tell him, you know, do this for me, use this and that. Do this for me, do that and that. Like like Yannick said, that's just how you got to roll with it sometimes. And it, I'm going to say it is, sorry, guys, it is kind of an American thing. (laughs) 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 It is. You know, so I mean, no offense no, I mean, so no <laughs> anymore. Like, no, 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 not American not as in, the like the guys, okay? they're different, it, they're just different, they're different, and like not just an American thing, but he's a guy nonetheless. So, I think she should just have a conversation with him and just you know tell him, Hey, moving forward, this is what I need. Like, you know, if after that he continues to take her for granted her help, then you know cut it loose but I don't think she should just cut it loose because after that yeah it was disgusting but nah
2: Mm-mm. nah I'm good I'm from <laughs> the south <laughs> <laughs> and nobody <laughs> came that I know is going to do some nasty dirty stuff like this you should know the difference between a toilet sponge and a sponge that's already in the kitchen and sponge already in the toilet I'm I don't sure know you where you were raised that, but like
0: though. what I'm sure he just like saw the sponge and was like, "Oh, okay, I could just use this." If
2: the sponge is in the bathroom, you don't take it out of the bathroom. That's how I was raised. You would think that unless you're insane. putting it in the trash can. That's how I was raised, and where I grew up. And if my thing is, if we've
1: already been off and on for eight years, you know that I'm not cleaning my damn stove
2: with a
0: hey, bathroom.
1: So hell, yeah, like. Yeah. like he, yeah, And third of yeah, all, yeah. the ass wouldn't
2: be coming to live with me anyway if we've already tried to make it work for eight years in your union. union. Now, the ass couldn't get it right the first time.
1: <laughs> we right? right? I am not shanking up with nobody that I got a ring on my finger. Uh-uh. No. I done learned my lesson, girl. Yeah. Okay. I, no, no, no.
0: I agree with that, though. I definitely agree with that. I don't believe if in that you don't whole anyone thing, to say, like you can We have not no big commitment. We gotta
1: I say you, you better find another roommate. We, love I you love, love you with all my heart. I, I probably I let probably, you, you, I I probably, I probably you see my college two, two three nights, but Harnay. Harnay.
0: No. Sorry. If she felt okay to take him in in the get-go, that means she's okay with, like, Living with him, so I think she should give him a second chance. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so right. there's the hot chocolate combo,
1: gals. Right. <laughs> right. Good, luck right. Though, good, good luck with that, though, girl. Luck good luck with, with that, though. Good luck with, with that. that
0: that's so big of you to even like take him in. Yeah. On. I don't know that if that I can is. take an ex <laughs> Power is. to that, you. That's, that is a big deal.
2: Like that's a big stepping stone <laughs> to actually yeah. be Yeah. Girl, 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 not me. Mean. I was suffocating his ass on the couch and it was me. Nothing. I was his ass dead just, just to beat his ass in the night.
0: I can't laugh. Stop, please.
2: <laughs> I'm joking. I don't wish violence on anyone and I don't condone oh violence.
0: Oh,
1: my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just a disclaimer. I'm done. I'm done. All
1: right. So just to so move on, guys, because I saw this and I have to talk about it because I'm mm-hmm. sitting on it. Did y'all see Remy Ma's Bundle of Joy?
2: The oh, golden
1: no child. I, didn't. I love me so much. Like that. that
2: baby is just adorable.
1: I'm just sipping on all things great this week. I'm just like, the golden child is so perfect. Because I, I felt like I'm a part of the process. I was, oh, I saw what yes. the baby and then Jehovah I was like, yes, the golden yes. child. She is beautiful. <laughs> Yes,
2: it is. Thank and, you
1: for finally blessing us with her. Yes,
2: yeah, just their joy and their energy from
1: that. Just like from man, like I, I'm like I, I yearn for love like that. Like man, there's nothing nothing that could come between him and Rev. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, and they, they, they just finally got a child and it's really just tied them together. So I'm just so happy for them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm sipping on. I'm sipping on. That's what I'm sipping on.
0: All right, guys, so it's time for Black Business
1: Corner. Yes. So I got to go first. I'm sorry, y'all. I got to go first because I feel like I have not been doing enough justice, okay? So the other day, I don't know if y'all have followed me on Instagram. I've been put on a wig and it caught everybody's attention. This is an old piece of crap wig that I had from last year. But my boo is so good. Like, my boo is so good that she is just so talented. Um, I want to n- shout out Nene Hair Boss. Yes, Nene Hair Boss, and of uh, Hair Expresso. So she has, um, she does hair. She does wigs. Also, she has a hair company, and she is the absolute truth. Like she does eyelashes too. Like I just had her put me up there. I look like somebody's wife, y'all. Like I look like yeah. somebody's <laughs> wife. I was ready to be snatched all the way up, you know. And I'm just so she's just really so talented. Um, a lot of her weeks I've had from like 2014, 2015, and every single time I literally shake one out, like put some curl in it, I get compliments in it, um, on them. And her, are so talented. So follow her, Nene Bot, Hair Boss, and Hair Espresso. Um, trust me, you will not be disappointed. And she ships everywhere. Y'all, I'm not going to lie to you, sometimes it's an investment, but it is so much worth it. Like, it is so worth it. You could go spend yeah. $190, you know, $200 at the place, but I promise you, if you invest your weight, invest in a week from Nene, you will never, ever be disappointed. We will so, post yeah, her. I love her. Like, I post her all the time. It's we, just, we, we will be her. out here. People be out there looking at old men. I'm like, you need to go see Nene. uh, uh. uh buffer? Go see Nene. No. No. Go see Nene.
2: No. 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 Please. 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 If you have a leave out, please
0: go see Nene.
1: Please. please. please.
2: The page. We're going to post it on the story. Because I am sick of seeing these leave
1: out. Now. Girl, mm. <whistles> I be so mad. I'm like, how, how do you, how are you a hairstylist? You can't even fix a lace wig Good, like, come on, go see Nene. Please, Lucy, Nene, school. yo. Please, That's crazy. All right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Is that the end of our episode, ladies? The wrap up of the show, ladies. It is. Oh, mm. oh my gosh, guys! This, this is, is nice. a great episode.
2: This has been great, and, and I mean, I wish everything I needed to know, including Crisco, Witch Hazel, <laughs> thank you so much.
0: Yeah, and yes. the like, eczema. Treatments yes. and stuff like I know so many people with eczema. I'm definitely gonna put them on yes. that um, holistic method. So, thank you, Miss Purvis. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at
2: HCC Podcast and also Facebook Hot Chocolate Combos. And if you have anything you want to say to us, you want to get out some sips, if you even just want to vent and you don't want us to say it on the air, or you do want us to say it on the air, you can email us. Email us at
0: hot at gmail.com. Yeah, and also check us out check us out on Twitter, guys, at hotchocolatepod. Or you could just
1: search. Yay!
2: It. Check us out.
1: Yeah. Subscribe,
2: leave reviews.
1: Yes. Yes, please. Do. Yes, please. We love y'all. We love y'all. Bye. All right.